Hey podcast, it's Faraz here. Thank you very, very much for joining me on the first episode of the podcast. On this episode, I sit down with Jatin Gujarati and we talk about some real deep life advice and also some entrepreneurial advice. I hope this episode brings you immense value and also take and also give you some basic idea what entrepreneurship is all about. So hope you guys really enjoy this episode and uh, make sure you actually don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss out any other content that we put out on the podcast every Monday. You are listening to The Faraz Show. Hey podcast, what is going on? I'm Faraz and you are listening to the first episode of the Faraz Show. I'm very, very excited to have our first guest, Jatin Gujarati, who is the founder and CEO at Bold Cold Brew. I'm very, very excited about this episode because of two reasons. The number one reason being that this is, of course, the first episode of the podcast. And the second reason being that we had to travel all over from Karnul to Hyderabad just for this podcast because we were really excited to sit down <coughs> really excited to sit down with Jatin Gujarati and talk some really, really amazing stuff. Thank you very much, Jatin, to be on the show. And with all of that aside, I will let Jatin to introduce himself now. Thank you. Thanks, Raz, for doing this. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, so, I'm the founder of Bolt Cold Brew. Bolt is India's first ready-to-drink bottled cold brewed coffee. Uh, and it's a, it's a much better alternative to other beverages out there in the market, which have sugar, preservatives, and other harmful chemicals in them. So, uh, right now, if you go to a supermarket beverage shelf, Raz, yeah, you know, if exactly. you want to look for something which is healthy, yeah which can energize you, which has caffeine in it, there's literally no option out there in the exactly, market. Exactly, that's true. Uh, you have to go to a coffee shop or you have to make your own shitty coffee. <laughs> and if you go to a ca- coffee shop, really the pricing, yeah, the pricing is could be from anywhere from 200 to 500 or whatever, depending on what you want. So we want to create an affordable everyday con- a coffee at a, you know, that is, that has, does not compromise on the quality. Yeah. So for Bolt, we, uh, we source only the highest quality Arabica beans right from the source which is Chikmangalore in Karnataka the Makkah for uh, coffee beans in India that pro- they produce great Arabica beans so mm, we tie up at the plantation level we get them to the city we get them roasted fresh get them grinded uh, we brew them fresh we double filter them and we boil them fresh mm-hmm. so all of it is controlled in a very uh, quality controlled environment uh, we have food technologies working on product development. We have people with experience in the industry who take care of production and operations, mm, right? That's uh, we launched last year as a pilot in Hyderabad. Uh, we saw okay. a very good response from uh, from from the city. And then this year, February, we expanded our operations within Hyderabad. And a couple of months back, we moved into Bangalore, right? Okay. So vision with Bold is really to be India's largest cold brewed coffee brand, period. You know, we do not want to... Uh, be number two, number three, just want to be India's la- largest cold brew coffee brand in various formats. So right now we have a uh, bold cold brew RX plus, which is cold brew coffee without sugar, without preservatives and virtually zero calories. But in future we'll come up with more products. It could be in different formats. It could be dairy, non-dairy based uh, beverages. It could be energy bars, which yeah. are infused with cold brews. It could be coffee shots with cold brewed coffee. 
in multiple flavors we work with various partners to on product development side so all that is happening as we speak oh, so you know uh, i think we will be a much different brand 6 months down the line no oh, it's really great so what was the exact inspiration behind starting this company was it the problem that you saw people faced or was it the passion that you had towards coffee that led you to start this company i mean i've been a huge coffee fan i've seen its impact on my own performance be it during workouts or be it during your office hours so i actually my background is in finance and strategy i graduated from yeah. symbiosis back in 2007 did my cfa which is a gold standard in finance worldwide okay. i was in fund management called uh, equity research commodities broking and all that uh, then in 2014 i went to isb to get my mba and okay. i graduated in 2015 after that I was very sure that I'm going to start something on my own and mm. probably is going to be in the coffee space because I love coffee so much and I think coffee as a beverage is has not people have not realized this potential beyond a lifestyle drink there's so okay. much more that coffee has to offer that uh, we uh, we ignore because uh, because coffee primarily was popularized by CCDs of the world and mm. uh, barista and uh, now Starbucks mostly as a lifestyle drink something that you that is cool to drink you go into the cafe and get a cup of coffee and you know you hang out and you post a picture of it on instagram but people don't really understand the nuances associated with it you know coffee comes from a fruit you know yeah. a, a a small fruit this is a coffee uh, fruit which is just like a grape grape yeah just like though how wine is made from grape coffee is made from uh, the coffee fruit just that the coffee fruit the beans are used instead of the flesh which mm. is in the which is the case in case of a grape so really depending upon the characteristic of the beans where it is coming from the terroir the region the boldness of it the actual flavor profile of the drink varies but in india we are used to drinking coffee with milk yeah and unfortunately with sugar which really masks what you are drinking mm. the quality of the cup okay exactly So and I have been drinking black coffee for a long time I've been making my own uh, roasting my own beans for a long mm. time making my own uh, pour overs and french so I really understand the nuances in coffee and I wanted the country to experience that okay So yeah, coming back so I really wanted to be a coffee entrepreneur so I I found cold brew by okay. chance you know I should drink hot freshly brewed coffee but the problem with that was it would take me 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the afternoon to make my cup at least you know i'll grind the beans i'll make a pour over or a french press or whatever and uh, uh yeah and uh, and the second thing is i cannot store it you know i cannot store those uh, the freshly brewed coffee for a long time and third problem was uh, it would give me acidity and that's which is a pretty no- well known fact that yeah, coffee yeah, gives you acidity, acidity okay yeah So I was introduced to uh, cold brew by a friend, and we made some at home, and I fell in love with it. There was uh, no acidity. The flavors were amazing. It was naturally sweet, mm-hmm. so it was not bitter at all. In fact, and uh, I could make in bulk, and I could store it, and yeah. it solved a lot of problems for me, and it checked a lot of boxes. So I figured if it's solving such a big problem for me, I'm sure there are thousands and lakhs of people out there who will have the same problem, and if I, if I could make a product in this category, it will solve the same problem for them. So after months of deliberation, I quit my job, went to Coffee Board of India, uh, did a coffee a program in coffee entrepreneurship, met okay. bunch of amazing people with whom we collaborate today, to, uh, still to date. Oh. And then after four five months of uh, researching, we launched Bold. And uh, you know, with Bold, you get access to high quality coffee in a ready to drink 
affordable convenient format so there's no learning curve involved i'm not asking you to roast your beans or grind yeah. them and then make a pour over or other stuff right you can just have high quality coffee in ready to drink ready to go format so that's the idea behind bold bold as a brand obviously we are there to make indians fall in love with coffee but to do so in a way and format that they can actually enjoy doing yeah. versus just you know being a pain for them yeah so that was the whole inspiration behind the brand so were there any challenges or any failures that you had to overcome before building this such a huge successful company oh yeah i mean i mean failures i think is the name of the game you know every day you meet with challenges and then uh, you yeah. should keep keep your chin up and uh, believe in the idea and believe that what you're doing is actually out there to make a difference and is actually so see failures are there because when we started as simple thing as the labels won't stick Mm. and it was mind boggling because i do not come from that background and i have no idea how the hell i'm going to stick the labels on those glass bottles the label that this, this guy gave me was peeling off left right center we are in qmart customers are picking up the bottle and the label is coming off it was so embarrassing yeah. uh, we <laughs> we had to put fevi stick fevi quick on the labels to me and you know these things are not scalable but these are fun yeah. to do and then so it was a problem to be solved and i think that's what the business we are in uh, we are in the business of solving problems because as a startup there are exactly. hundreds of problems every day so then we moved to a shrink wrap label then there was this bottle supply issue we had a different bottle then you moved to a different bottle uh then we had to figure out uh, a way to ship them uh, even to bangalore and the carton issue and all these problems were there the, i think the biggest problem we were doing a new product and we wanted to make it a little sweet and mm-hmm. we were experimenting with various uh, sweetness natural sweetness yeah, including okay. uh date syrup oh. and we made a batch here in our lab and it turned out well mm-hmm. so i said you know fine let's do it so we went to the sholapur plant and we made a huge quantity like some 2000 bottles of it oh okay and there are two problems one the packaging that we dis- used turned out to be faulty at scale oh. it was leaking so there was a problem there because you can't have a leaking leakage in the packaging yeah, exactly. otherwise the product will go bad yeah and then we realized that the date syrup was actually fermenting the coffee you know it oh. was causing it to ferment so after 4 5 days when we tried the product uh, you would get this fermented taste which you get when you let's say drink uh, you know any yeah. fermented yogurt or something yeah yeah which is horrible so it was a big very failure because we are ready to launch the product oh. that week uh but you can't do much about it you know just kind of take it in a stride uh, go back to the drawing board then we had to develop new new packaging we found we found out a new uh, natural sweetener and we're going to use that uh yeah so i think failures are part of it but then we get so much positive feedback from our customers so much love and it just keeps you makes you realize that what you're mm-hmm. doing is uh, is far far more yeah. important then these failures and then and then think just kind of keep pushing forward uh, with the idea with the product and i think it's important to have a good team a good social support all of those things play a very very important role yeah so you know that many people actually watching this podcast are of my age you know they're 17 18 19 and maybe in early 20s so what is the main advice that you would like to give to these kind of uh, age group i think the most important thing is find a mentor from the industry okay mm. it's very very important because as a newbie or someone coming in the industry for the first time unless you have experience doing it already for example if you are in let's say hul or you know some other fmcg brand and you could yeah. that job to start then you have some idea but if you are completely new mm. like me get a guy who has done this before 
plead beg whatever it takes get him on board as a mentor so that they can help you s- even circumvent a lot of problems that we face in the beginning especially mm. with respect to small issues like packaging uh finding the right person for product development what should be the right channel to sell your product mm. you know what should be the positioning all those stuff so these are very small issues and there are ready made solutions out there in market but if you don't know them you don't know them yeah. and there's no the only way to know them if you don't ask for help is to go through the whole grind and waste your 4 to 6 months doing that which is not advisable you know find mm-hmm. a mentor in the in the space throw those challenges to them and then let them help you out and there's no shame in asking for help i think yeah. it's very very important to seek out uh, people who have done this before and ask people are really open to help but that that's what i've realized in this business yeah like uh, yeah, it's true people are really yeah, open I mean, to it's, it's just really that we are hesitant to ask and we should not be hesitant to ask yeah. at all we should ask for help so yeah, i am mean, that's in a way important advice and also seek professional help Mm. wherever uh, possible because uh, initially it costs a little bit of money to get professionals involved but it's worth it mm. it's worth it because you end up wasting a lot less time and you actually wasting end up wasting a lot less money also on non professional advice mm, okay. yeah you know they thinking of uh, many many of our parents right because they really get insecure when you are trying to do something different from all other people around you So was this kind of a problem or an issue that you faced uh while starting up this company and how did you overcome this issue No I think that was not an issue for me but I totally get that sentiment uh see it's not that I'm just out of college and I'm doing this I've already yeah. have more than a decade of experience in uh business so this was a more mature choice choice for me and then I luckily had the social support of my family my spouse my extended uh, uh family oh. but if you are facing resistance if you are young entrepreneur and you want to go into that uh, field if you are facing resistance i think it's important to help uh, your parents or other people who are not really uh, receptive to your idea to mm. see them the the other side of the story see them uh, to help them see the uh, the the your side of the mm, story yeah. and help them understand uh, that there's a world beyond corporate job yeah. and while it might be a grind you want to do it and it's very very important for you and that it is not possible without their support i think by rebelling or by being against them it will only make it that much more difficult because you don't realize in the, it in the beginning but you actually need their social support mm, yeah. to keep your sanity intact because as an entrepreneur you will doubt your decision every day you know when you get a amazing customer feedback you will be on top of the world but the day when you don't probably sell as many product or yeah. you get a negative feedback you will doubt uh your decision exactly. and during those moments it is important for your extended family or social support system to come to you and tell you that it's okay this happens and you know kind of move forward so yeah, i would never recommend that you go against i would always recommend that you work hard to get everyone's buy in especially the people who matter to you Yeah. What's your thoughts on hiring fast and firing fast? Is that the advice that you actually used to create an amazing team at your company? Uh no, I think that's not the way to go uh, because yeah. See, initially when we wanted to expand, it was mostly word of mouth and uh, we used to work with a lot of freelancers and the ones who we liked, we ended up mm-hmm. offering them a job and they ended up accepting it. I think it's a two-way street if you as a company and as an organization as a founder demonstrate 
that you are willing to put in the effort towards their development uh then they are more you're more likely to attract good talent okay this is not a transaction which is absolute purely give and take probably it is more give and less take because uh, if you hire someone it is your responsibility to make sure that their career develops in a way that will actually benefit them you know being in the like being in having worked for so many years i have that benefit of actually knowing that how careers can progress in what ways you know a lot of time we end up hiring freshers who just out of college and they have no idea how it all kind of comes together so we actually work with them and we help them and the good part about being a startup is that you can actually try out multiple things mm, so yeah. we have food technologists who are not only doing food technology but also doing customer service mm. also doing operations and they love it oh. right and a lot of times they end up they ended up doing their uh, masters or bachelors in fields that they were not really excited about but after coming here they found out their calling is not in uh, let's say finance but in marketing for mm. example right okay. and that way as a startup we are very flexible and i think it's also important to invest in their development uh, you know in terms of uh, soft skills in terms of hard skills continuous and important to be involved as a founder on a regular basis to understand their aspirations right mm. and once established establish that culture of uh, where people are heard uh, and where there's constant feedback for them and where there's personal growth you just get good people from word of mouth they will go out and tell other others mm, and then yeah. you end up, you end up attracting good talent actually even if you're not able to, if even if you're not able to pay top dollars for their as salaries but if you are able to create an environment that promotes self growth i think people will end up coming to you yeah do you believe that mindset is the number one asset people really need to invest on these days see i think mindset is pretty much everything you know if you wake up in the morning and you're not uh, determined to win the day or or determined or or do you don't believe mentally in what you're doing you can go and do hard work pushing bullock carts it will not lead to any result unless you're mentally prepared to take on those challenges and believe that after out overcoming those challenges there's success that lies ahead for you you know and and that's where the perseverance comes from that's where the will power to do the right thing no matter how difficult it is uh, comes from so yeah absolutely it's i think 100% mindset so as an entrepreneur what is the number one practice that you have been doing it all through your career which is tremendously helped you in today's success see one thing is visualize visualization you know you have to visualize every day where you want to be as a brand or as an entrepreneur or as a company and once you are able to do that is putting in those those is putting in that effort every day that will accumulate mm. and you know accumulation or growth doesn't happen linearly it's not that if you if i twist the accelerator the car will go from 40 to 60 mm. sometimes there's no growth at all yeah uh, sometimes absolutely there's no movement you know you're sitting for weeks and there's no no new accounts the product development is taking so much time and then suddenly all of it clicks so it's not linear and if it's not linear you have to trust the process every day and put in the hard work every day and just have that faith or belief they'll all come together hmm. and it'll come together you know if you're true to the mission if you're doing all you can do 
it has to come together it might take a few weeks or months or years but it will she so had a just belief believe in the whole thing why you started so it's very important to have a why yeah you know why you really quit that job to do this or why you uh, uh, you know took that odds of success because in a moment of self doubt that will keep you rooted hmm. to your true mission of what you're trying to do yeah, yeah. what are your thoughts on morning routine because uh, i've heard time to time many successful people many uh, entrepreneurs talking about morning routine is th- is it actually a thing that actually separates an high achiever from an average guy yeah absolutely i think it's more to follow morning routine because kind of it, it sets the tone of the day and and i can clearly see the days when i am not able to follow that it's just a horrible day So yeah I mean I'm up by 5:30 quarter to 6 uh I get up uh get uh, we have dogs I take them yeah. for a walk so that kind of help me clear my mind and then I go for my workout come back do a 15 to 20 minutes of meditation session mm. almost every day and then after that I'm pretty much charged up for the day so when yeah. I enter the office I'm already in the zone in the mood to get work done mm-hmm. i'm not zombie walking into the office and grabbing my cup of coffee i'm already supercharged right and obviously bolt help, bolt helps yeah and uh, evening uh, there's no set routine as such but i would like to kind of uh, reflect on the day and jot down some of the action items for the next day so that i can reflect upon them as i'm sleeping mm-hmm. you know during the sleep so that when, and sometimes you know you end up getting interesting ideas when you wake up if you sleep yeah. with the problem sometimes you end up getting good ideas when you wake up so yeah so morning evening kind of set routine and that kind of sets the tone but on the weekends if it gets disturbed i just don't like it <laughs> yeah what is the most important lesson that you learned from the journey and would love to share it to our audience see i think there's there's always been this culture of instant gratification that we we all desire that's why we end up eating chocolates or whatever right yeah but in a project like this either you're starting a business or a youtube channel or an instagram account you might feel that the other guy who has done it and who has done it successfully had an overnight success and is so famous now yeah. but if you actually talk to them and go through the back story very very rarely do you see that it was an overnight success so it takes a lot of time mm. it takes a lot of hard work and it takes a lot of rejections to build something which is of value so my only uh advises to always focus on creating and giving value before you can actually start extracting or asking for value mm. so if you are doing anything which is of value give it for free mm. or let people experience and consume it let a following get built let them appreciate it before you actually start you know extracting yeah. value in terms of whether you want to price it or uh, you want to ask for sponsorship whatever exactly. if it's a instagram account do promotions free for maybe hundreds of brands mm. till you get to a million of followers then you can command a more higher value yeah, premium yeah, than yeah. someone who has 10000 followers right if it's a youtube channel just do stuff till you get a million of followers millions of followers so while the grind will be very very difficult it'll be worthwhile yeah because when you start actually extracting value it'll be that much more that you'll get from it yeah and i mean you have to ignore the naysayers i mean you have to have a belief and as i said earlier also it's good to have your family on your side it's never a good idea to rebel mm. and uh, you know 
and not them ha- have on your side because they will ultimately be your biggest source of strength yeah what are your thoughts on turning passion into your career is it possible yes it is very very true that you can turn passion into your career but always bear in mind that passion will only get you started hmm. if you want to make a career out of it it you'll have to put in so much hard work into it that you might just feel that you're no longer passionate about it hmm. so for example you know as a as a kid we all passionate about playing as a cricket or football yeah. but if you actually see lifestyle of a cricketer or of a footballer who is at the peak of his game is a monastic lifestyle you know in the sense that they get up on the same time they have a very strict diet routine they have a very strict sleep routine their workouts are very regimented and those are the things that come with it it's the package your passion will get you started but if you want to really be successful you have to follow a certain certain routine and disciplines uh, which might feel over bearing sometimes but that's how it is done and that's the only way to go about it so it's good to start with a passion versus no passion otherwise mm. then it's just a yeah, yeah. pain but always you know remember that you know pa- passion is not everything it's the execution that really counts hmm. who are the people that you look up to i mean people who really inspire you to be the best person every single day yeah so many i mean i have uh, i'm I, i have so many people that i look up to it could be a warren buffet for a simple and regimented lifestyle it could be howard schultz about creating a new category in the coffee space with starbucks hmm or uh, and and the kind of brand he has created it could be tony shay who has created a hugely successful brand in zappos with a with a laser sharp focus on customer service something we try to emul- emulate at bolt yeah. so i guess for every different part of your business or life you can find the right inspiration and try to f- and get inspired from it on a regular basis and you can go back to them when you feel down in the dump mm. uh, you know so uh, so many times i like, end up rereading for example marcus aurelius uh, meditations or uh, uh, or uh, uh, victor frankl man search for meaning to figure out what really is important in life versus what society thinks is important in life so yeah there's so many people who inspire me on a regular basis the most important question i would really ask every single entrepreneur is how many hours do you spend reading books because this is something that really really i have seen through my eyes that is the main difference between the highest achiever in life and the average person because an highest achiever reads around maybe 1 hour a day or like he reserves 1 hour a day for books so how, so what about you well with the since we started bold it's been very difficult to keep up with my reading habit but i try to squeeze in an hour of reading every day so you know whatever that covers i don't really count but uh, more, that's more important than that is i try to get an hour hour and a half of reading every day mm-hmm. in so that i uh, my there's personal growth and there's constant inspiration coming in yeah so you th- so you were telling that reading is the most important habit yeah i mean i think i don't have to i mean there's been validated time and time again if you ask anyone probably the biggest source of learning and inspiration they get is from reading and is the most easiest way to access mm-hmm. all these greatness that lies in the world and that has come before you uh, going as far back as you know, centuries mm. to yeah. and get inspired from it so i think reading is the most effi- effective way of personal development 
So what are your thoughts on corporate jobs? Because I visited a couple of corporate companies a couple of weeks ago and then I literally saw it was completely like a robot's factory. It was completely like that. So I just wanted to ask you that, like, how do you think corporate job is? Because according to me, I felt it's completely a bad job. Well, not necessary. There's a lot of jobs out there that are very creative, very... And I don't only mean creative in the sense that you are a designer. Mm-hmm. I mean creative in the sense that you are out there solving a problem in, a, in ways that has not been imagined before mm-hmm. or done before. So... Uh, someone working for LNT constructing Hyderabad Metro and suddenly they have this uh, flyover to bypass that's also a very creative place to be in where you are trying to f- using trying to use your engineering degree to good use right yeah, yeah. so I don't believe that corporate job is evil per se everyone has their own priorities hmm. unless you have a real calling to starting something and you really see some value in doing that you just might as well help a founder hmm. achieve his vision or her vision and then and get satisfaction or and find your life's purpose through that job so it's not necessary that the only way to find your life's calling or meaning is by starting something you could be in a startup working with the founder or with the team and uh, helping them achieve their mission and in that you find your meaning or life's calling but Mm -hmm. what I really believe is that it's important to find your life's calling or purpose Mm -hmm. and be in that job it could be an accenture you know, it could be in a startup. Hmm. It could be in an IT company, uh, in, in a normal yeah. FMCG company. Yeah. Or it could be a non-corporate role also. It could be taking care of uh, stray dogs and cats and animals. That might be your life's calling. So while no job is is good or bad, I think if you're not in the job which is helping you find your life's purpose, hmm. I think that's where the conflict will really come. Yeah. So what is your definition of success? I think success is being able to achieve what you set out to achieve without any external Hmm. uh, measure or comparison. So if I say, you know, I want to make sure that Bolt is available to everyone in the city of Hyderabad, Bangalore and Mumbai. And if I'm able to do that, I'll be hugely successful by the standards that I set for myself. Uh, And no other thing in the world is going to affect that. So I think success is really about achieving what you want to achieve by your own internal measures so without uh, taking other like without taking the out external things inside, yeah right yeah yeah like, like for uh, n- uh, you know elon musk may be successful landing a rocket on mars uh, you know so once he's done that maybe that that's the day when he feel he'll feel success- successful yeah uh, there's no external comparison to that you know you, you can't uh, yeah, I mean, so it's not like Elon Musk is comparing with uh, Bill Gates uh, or, Bill Gates or someone, someone else, right? Yeah. I guess now it's time to conclude the first episode of the podcast and also thank our guest Jatin Gujarati to be on the show and uh, providing such an immense value uh, into this podcast. And the, one of the things that really still excites me is that we will be doing an, another episode with the same guest next year. And discussing a whole bunch of new things, a whole bunch of new lessons learned from his journey and also my journey. So we'll be doing it next year too at the same time. And in the end, thank you very much, Jatin, to be on the show.
Thanks for having us. Really fun talking to you. Uh, to be honest, this is one of our first podcasts that we have done ever. So it's good to speak about the brand and uh, get the message out in the world yeah. uh, how we are trying to change habits and introduce really good quality coffee at an affordable price uh, for people who. Uh, you know do not get uh, access to good coffee or find starbucks or the coffee shop really expensive mm, yeah. and time consuming thanks for us yeah thank you very much thanks so podcast if you're really interested in checking out their coffee you can actually head directly to boldgoldbrew.com that is b o l t c o l d b r e w.com you can actually order uh in uh, using two different ways the number one way is to order a single bottle for 150 rupees and the other way is through subscription of six bottles so what happens is when you subscribe for six bottles you get six bottles at a doorstep for a month that is much cheaper i believe than to buy a single bottle so uh, and by the way guys this uh, subscription is only available in hyderabad and bangalore so people who are really uh, like people who are really interested and in staying in hyderabad and bangalore please do check this coffee out i am not kidding this coffee the first time i tried this coffee it was just insane i suggest that you actually taste this coffee at least once thank you very much guys for joining the first episode of the podcast i know this tons and tons of things that i really need to improve on I have already got so many fears uh, like me- much uh more <laughs> much uh feedback from you guys so we'll be taking that into consideration consideration from the next podcast and also we'll try to enhance the value the proposition from this podcast and also give it a more professional look I believe so thank you very much for your support thank you very much for your feedback and uh, yeah have a great day